0: Welcome to Conversations About Life. Thanks, Jacob, for being a guest on my podcast. And I'll introduce you. So you're Jacob Maples and a friend of our family, and I don't know how we first got connected. It was probably through mutual friends and things, and yeah. the kids, and playing basketball and things like that. Do you do you remember how?
1: You know, I was thinking about that on uh, on the drive up here. Actually, uh, I think uh, when we were playing basketball, church league basketball, I think that's how I got to to know you guys. I I uh, was just kind of sitting between games, and uh, I think I kind of got to to talking to Eddie originally. And uh, kind of got to know your your family a little bit that way but uh, but yeah it's been uh, been a lot of good years here. We played softball with you guys a little bit and a few other places got to visit your church a few times so but mm-hmm. yeah it's been been nice getting to to see you guys here and there anyway but
0: and you and your family um live with, live down south ways. Yeah, country, yeah, D-
1: DeSoto and, and Hillsboro there, so yeah, a little bit, a little bit down 21 there, but uh I kind of live on the, a little bit farther south uh, toward, uh toward Terre, but, but yeah, been, uh, been good. We, we enjoy it down there, so everybody's kind of uh close down there, too. All, all our houses are pretty, pretty close to each other, so it's good.
0: Okay. You mean close to, like, uh, just your friends and family? Yeah, friends
1: and family, you know, grandma, aunt's, uncles, all that it was, it you know, a couple miles apart. So, so it's, it's good down there. But.
0: Okay. Do you got a big
1: family? Uh, we do have a fairly big family. We like to get together a lot. Uh, especially, uh, my mom's side, we got about, about 14 of us that, that get together over there. And then, uh, my dad's side too, we like to have them over this year. We had a big fish fry at my house. So that was fun. Kind of got both sides together and, uh, got, uh, got to get together and, uh, enjoy a little bit. But
0: and so you're in HVAC work. Yeah. And then you enjoy fishing like quite a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's probably my main uh main hobby when I'm not when I'm not working or, or spending time with family or friends. That's that's probably where they'll find me at when, somewhere fishing one place or another. But And have you um
0: just always enjoyed fishing?
1: You know, I have. I uh so both of my grandpa's uh they were big Big fisherman, and uh, so yeah, they kind of kind of got me into it, you know. And then uh, my dad, of course, he's a he's a fisherman as well. So uh, they kind of kind of started a, a legacy of it, you know, to where that's uh, just uh, it's kind of kind of been ingrained in me since day one. And uh, I really do enjoy it. We we go back, you know, go after basically anything that swims. We like uh, like multi species trips, so we uh, we like to, to go after all kinds of different ones. But yeah.
0: Have you been out, you know, fishing for catfish on Mississippi, like big catfish out there we, in the boat We have,
1: stuff? yeah. We uh we've we've fished for went a lot of different places. We've done uh catfish on the Mississippi and, and caught some big fish there. Uh last year was kind of a new adventure. We went uh Truman Reservoir and and fished for paddlefish, So that oh. was that was kind of an interesting uh interesting trip. And then uh we go for for muskie and, and bass and trout, you know, kinda of intermingled in amongst all that. But the uh they're all all a good time so we we enjoy it and you enjoy eating fish you know what we do uh i'm typically uh a catch and release fisherman uh, you know probably 90 percent of my fish i release but uh we do keep the occasional trout and uh, those paddlefish this year uh they were pretty big the, the one was 93 pounds so it wow. uh we had the whole fish fry was was off that that one fish <laughs> so the uh we don't we don't typically keep a lot of them but uh when when we do they're they're pretty good size it seems like so we like to get everybody together and, and share with that so
0: yeah so do you mainly fish from a boat
1: uh, typically, yeah, uh, 90, percent of the time I'm, I'm out of my boat. And then, uh, when we trout fish or things like that, we'll, we'll switch to the waders. But yeah, most, most of the time we're, uh, we're in the boat. Sometimes we do go, uh, we go uh, a lot of times with a men's retreat with church up to uh conservation area and, uh, we'll, we'll trek it on foot there. And that, that's kind of a nice change of pace, you know, just, just going on foot like that. But tip, typically we're in the boat.
0: You know, we're in the different hobbies and sports and sometimes you know things get like a little bit expensive yeah. and um i kind of justify it by saying well it's cheaper than a bass boat <laughs> yeah yeah but um if i ever got a bass boat i wouldn't be able to say that anymore i could i can't say which yeah <laughs> oh, like, yeah i got the bass boat
1: <laughs> yeah i'm pro- i'm probably running out of excuses i know uh everybody uh when they come over they say do you, do you have you know if they're there just Sitting out, you know, at my lake there, they'll say, "Do you have a fishing pole?" And I'll say, "Well, do I ever? You know? <laughs> we'll go, we'll go in the closet and uh, pick you one out." You know, we got got a pretty good collection now, but yeah, you gotta gotta find some way to justify it. So, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah,
0: yeah, fishing's fun. I I helped my um, granddaughter Everly catch her first fish this year.
1: Oh, that's really neat. Yeah, yeah, she enjoyed that. And,
0: um, okay, well. um just to kind of get to know you better. Um so tell me a little bit about just growing up and stuff.
1: You yeah, know? so uh I grew up in a in a Christian home, uh mom and dad and sister. And uh yeah, so uh had you know, again, loving loving family, you know, grandmas, grandpa's aunt and uncles, all all kind of a, a tight knit system there. And um uh, uh like I said started in church, you know, from day one, you know, uh mom and dad had me there. And uh, growing up, uh, I like said it was it was you know really good childhood, and, and I kind of understand understood uh, the facts of uh, you know who God was and and what He had done for me, uh, but it never really you know sunk in that, that I needed to take uh, any action on that. You know that that it was just I kind of took it as facts, and it was never really. Uh, Applicable to my life, you know, to where I would, uh, you know, actually need to apply anything. And uh, when I was young, we uh, we were actually in a, a car accident, uh, actually right in front of our house. And uh, my my sister, uh, when we got out of the car, she she asked if she could give her life to, to Christ, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of watching her her do that, uh, it kind of. Uh, gave me the realization, you know, that that I could die, you know, because I was at a young age, so I had never really, really thought about death or uh, or anything of that nature. And uh, when that kind of became a realization, uh, just all that kind of started to sink in, you know, of, of that that what God had done, that that was for me, and that that needed to be applied to my life. So uh, I actually asked Jesus into my heart that night, and uh, so kind of a, a shift on, you know. Everything that would come after, you know, is kind of a a result of of that night, you know. And uh, like I said, we we grew up in a Christian home, so, uh, you know, a lot of the things stayed the same, but just that that application process of that, you know, what he had done for me really, really changed. And then, uh, you know, going throughout from there, you know, met met lots of, of friends, you know, uh, through church and then uh, just through other things, you know, have a, a lot of good friends that uh, kind of keep me, you know, keep me on track of, of, of things uh, uh, of that nature, and then, uh, so yeah, so lots of good family and friends, and then uh, later on, like you said, uh, started doing HVAC, so that's kind of my, my day-to-day now, just... Uh, uh, getting up in the morning, you know, go to work and, uh, and go through, um, service technician for, for a company down there in DeSoto. And, uh, it's kind of, kind of where I'm at, but, uh, but yeah, just right now, uh, it's really great. The, the network of family and friends, like I said, it's, it's, it's always nice to know I have, you know, somebody to call on in in any situation. So, uh, that's kind of, kind of where I'm at in, in life right now, I guess you'd say.
0: Yeah it sounds like you have a really solid family and yeah Does christianity like go back a good ways and through the generations
1: you know uh kind of on, on my mom's side speaking anyway uh my uh really my my parents uh when they started dating uh hadn't really grown up in church uh, or anything of that nature and uh, they they'd been you know they had been to church, I guess you should say. They had, they had gone to, you know, Bible schools and, and attended church periodically, but I guess you should say they, they didn't have a church home, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, they had, you know, they had went to church through their growing up years but just didn't really have any place that they uh, called home. So when they decided they uh, wanted to get married, they started looking for churches to, to call a church home so they could be, you know, married in a, in a church that they were currently attending. And... Uh, Started going to uh, to church and uh, found a church home there in DeSoto, uh, Parkview Baptist, and uh, they, uh, you know, once they started going, the the family kind of kind of followed suit, and uh, so then my my grandpa, you know, he was you know kind of the main one of the family, uh, he was uh, one of the last to come, but uh, he uh, actually one of the men, uh, Bill Henry from uh, from Parkview at the time, he had come to. Uh, come to my grandpa to their house and uh, had a talk with them, and uh, and you know kind of broke down a lot of those barriers that that he was having you know of, of coming to church like that, and uh, then shortly after there he uh, he gave his life to Christ. So that kind of kind of had a major shift in our family just because you know once once he was saved, it kind of the whole trajectory of of where our you know our holidays, our, our gatherings, our conversations. Uh, all kind of changed after that. And this this was before I was born and everything. So like I said, by the time that, you know, me and my sister, uh, you know, came along, kind of the, the family was, you know, and not before, you know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of good morals, good things like that. But uh, the, just having that, that presence of, of Christ in and, and the family really kind of changed the course of things. But,
0: yeah. It's kind of interesting how you know, like a decision can change things not just for you, but for a whole family and generations afterwards. You know, like yeah. your mom and dad just deciding it was important to get involved in church. You know, when before they were getting married. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, you know, they they'd kind of been to church here and there, but just finding that church home was was really important to them, like that. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think back then. You know, things were like your your grandpa, like probably all your family. You know, if they weren't in church, there were still, just because of the culture, still kind of like an acceptance that church was good, Christianity was good. And it's probably something they needed to be involved in. It's just they needed to be talked into it, or just things need to be worked out, or something like that, perhaps. When, you know, yeah, Bill yeah. Henry came over to talk with your grandpa. Yeah,
1: just he had kind of had a lot of the. Uh, the, my my grandpa anyway kind of had the mindset of that that he needed to you know get his life right before mm-hmm. before he came to jesus you know that that he needed to to fix kind of the things that you know he thought were were barriers from from him coming you know like that and uh, basically that that's what bill's message was was just that uh you you come where you are you know that that you know he he takes you for what you are you know and where you're at. And uh, that he comes to you where you're at, and uh, that was kind of the main, you know, deciding factor to know that he didn't have to try to clean up all these these rough edges, you know, that, that he was afraid would would hinder him, you know, from doing that. And uh, kind of when he came to that realization that you know God comes to you where you're at, uh, mm-hmm. that was really the the deciding factor.
0: So back then, um, it was just our. our a Christian culture, even if we weren't like in church or weren't Christians, we were just like, the... but nowadays with, you know, we're exposed to um, the world and all kinds of different worldviews through the internet and everything. So we're exposed to atheism and like Buddhism and new age, all kinds of different ways of thinking about things. Um, so nowadays I don't think it's just that natural, cultural acceptance or just like what, well, this is what's right. And, you know, it's, there's all of these different options that are all up to grab, you know, up for grabs, you know? So, um, I guess, um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about what, you know, what gives you confidence that, um, you know, the way that you, like Christianity in a way that your particular culture looks at things and stuff that that's um you know- re- really grounded in th- the reality of the way things are yeah um you know
1: so. yeah yeah uh I was actually i had a conversation with a friend uh the other the other day kind of about this, and uh I was you know he was kind of like um uh, you know how, how do you know this is true or, or where are you coming from? you know like there's so many like you said there's so many religions and things in the world you know what what makes you land on on christianity and uh I kind of told them you know there's there's three things that uh that it really kind of uh i guess leads me to it uh and that's kind of a a how, a who, and a why and uh you know just just how how did we get here you know how what you know the, the whole universe there's such a you know a vast place here, and how did all this come to be and uh, when you go to the scripture and the accounts of creation, I feel like you know that 's the only uh, answer that I can find that that is plausible for for how all this came to be and uh, and then again you know it's uh, you know when you come to 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 who you know it 's like kind of who am I uh, in the universe, you know, so, so you have such a, a vast universe out there, and I'm just one tiny dot on, on one tiny speck of earth, you know, so like, you know, where do I, I guess, fit into all of this? You know, why, why am I even here? And then uh, you see, you know, the story of, of Jesus coming to earth, and uh, I was actually reading through John uh, the other day, and, uh, kind of came to, you know, I was going through, of course, John three and, uh, reading through John three sixteen and, and this study I was doing. And, uh, as we got to, for God so love the world, uh, it really kind of just set in on me that when he's saying the world, we went back to the original text, you know, and, and kind of saw, uh, what he's actually, you know, the, the root words. And, and when he says the world, that it, it really means the world. And, um, uh, just to know that, uh, that when when God sent his son and and made payment uh that if everyone in the whole universe today called upon him that there's payment enough for all that you know and uh and then when we see you know that that not everyone will call upon his name uh it's also comforting to know that there's you know assurance that if I was the only one on the earth you know if if everyone was gone and there was only one person on earth that that he would still come. Just for me that that really when that sinks in you know that that's that's life changing and uh, and then you know once you have that in your life kind of the why you know what what is so okay God you know God came for me and uh, but then then why am why am I here you know what is my purpose and uh, you know kind of takes you to Philippians where you see you know to live as Christ to die as gain. And, uh, you know, that, you know, everything we, we do is meant to, to glorify God. And, um, when you kind of, kind of put those three things together, you know, and kind of see that through the lens of, of Christianity, uh, that's kinda of, kinda of where I'm at of where, you know, I don't see anything else in in the world that kind of answers all those questions and, and puts them together in a conclusive answer that would, you know, lead me to go anywhere else. So um, that's that's kinda of how I laid it out for him, you know, that that's that's kinda of where where I'm at with that. Hmm.
0: So it's just kind of like a puzzle fitting together i guess. Huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, just just knowing that, you know, all those kind of big questions that that i have in my life like that that it's it's the only thing that answers answers all those questions and that uh, like you said that, that gives me purpose, and, you know. And uh, that when i wake up in the morning uh i i feel like it'd be hard for me to to keep going on a daily basis just of the the mundane grind. Uh, if I didn't know that, that I had a purpose of, of why I was getting up, you know, that that even if it's, even if Tuesday looks the same as Wednesday, uh, that that in everything that I do, if I'm striving to glorify God in that, that it really uh, sheds a different light on, on how I'm looking at those, those days through, you know, what kind of lens I'm looking at that through.
0: You know, when it comes to glorifying God, like, just what does that look like in your life? Are you consciously thinking of that? And if and you know how do you live
1: that out yeah, uh I think for one uh it's just kind of that that conversational prayer you know when i when I come to to situations, uh just you know even if you can't say it out loud, just asking God in your head, you know where do you want me to go on this? What do you want me to say uh kind of you know uh, how do you want me to proceed, and then also um uh, just for my life to to look different you know when when I'm around my friends. Uh, that that maybe aren't believers, you know. When they ask questions of of why would you, why would you go about it that way, you know? Why why wouldn't you do certain things? Why why wouldn't you partake in this? Why you know? All these questions uh, that I think it's important. At least you know that when I'm looking back at the the end of the day in, uh, kind of reflecting on, you know, the things that, that I may have done, you know, that, that I was, or wasn't proud of, uh, that I see fruit there, you know, and that, that I see the, the fruit of the spirit and, uh, that, that not only that I can see the fruit of the spirit, but also... That others can see the fruit of the spirit. So you know, like I said my non-believer friends, whether whether they do see any difference, you know, that's that's kind of a, a, you know, something that I try to look at. That whether they even see a difference at all in me, and then uh, I try to encourage any of my friends that, that are believers to you know also say if if they're if they're not seeing fruit or seeing things that I could do better in, uh, to also let me know. You know, there, there's there's you know. Uh, Always, every day, there's there's probably ten different things, or you know, lots more that you could have could have done better. So always, always having that support system to tell you uh, when when you maybe haven't done something that, that was glorifying to God. You
0: know, you and just kind of looking at your life and family, you just got like a lot of things going for you, like being raised in a Christian home, and there's like the stability there and everything. And now in Christianity, you have this you know purpose for living and it's pretty orderly and it and um is there anything any particular challenges in your life that are kind of particular to you that um are things you have to live with or get over or anything just in particular like like that that you're okay with talking about
1: yeah uh i think uh these these past uh kind of from from 2014 to now is is kind of been uh, just a, a time of, of of prayer and you know, and a little bit of of, of struggle with just grief. Uh, uh, my grandpa uh, passed fairly close to each other, starting in 2014. One passed, and then uh, not long after, uh, the other one passed. So, just dealing with that uh, is kind of, uh, as I had mentioned earlier, kind of a, a staples of our our family. You know. Uh, kind of that change of of how things proceeded after that, you know that uh, you know it is a family, nothing really changed, but just that absence of them in that process was was hard uh so kind of kind of dealing with that and then uh here here more recently uh one of my my good friends uh passed away, and hmm. uh, it was it was really a hard struggle just because uh, when I talk about that support system of of you know growing up, he was one of those main people. You know, I mean, we uh, we'd start you know beginning of summer, get out of school, we'd we'd start going to church camps and mission trips, and uh, we were always you know partnered up you know cabin buddies type deal you know and and we would we would go until we had to go go back to school basically just just every, you know every summer all summer basically so uh, just kind of that you know one of those main support systems and one of those main uh staples in my life um that that when he had passed away uh it was really hard you know just kind of think like you said where we where do i proceed now you know how how do i you know kind of rocks you to the core of you know all these things that um you know everything kind of seems like a uh you know, a, a clean cut picture, you know, like you said, you're, you're going along with life. And then, uh, one of those main staples when, when you take him out of, out of it, uh, it's hard. And also, uh, he was, he was my age too. So he was very young. And, um, uh, I said, I just, I didn't expect it. You know, it was just one of those things that, uh, it was very sudden and, uh, yeah, he was, like I said, Evan Trigg, he was, he was a, a main, main, uh, staple kind of in my my younger life and uh so it you know just kind of going from there um you know like i said it it has been hard a lot of a lot of struggle and grief uh from that but um going forward from that uh it's it has kind of been a wake-up call of of how how am I living my life? Because, again, we we don't know if we have tomorrow. You know, I just, like I said, I would have never expected that. It was out of the blue. And uh, kind of uh, trying to be in a mindset of being present in the moment. Because it, it was hard at that time. Uh, we were both, you know, young and trying to get a lot of things done. So there had been uh, several years there where we were not connected like like we had been, you know, in high school. So... Um, you know, a lot of lot of opportunities there that I wasn't able to to capitalize on of getting to spend time with him uh before he passed that uh you know, whether it be work or life just just kinda getting in the way of that, you know Mm -hmm. you know, one of those we'll catch you catch you soon type of deals. And uh so I think, you know, after that, just uh trying to be to be present in the moment of where I'm at in time, you know, and be be where I am and not, you know, my mind off at work, or you know, on my phone, or, or other things like that. Uh, I think that's that's kind of been a main takeaway, but it, it still definitely is a, a daily, you know, process just working through that that grief uh, from from the loss of him, like that. So
0: being present, you, you mean like when you're with friends and family, just really. Kind of being there instead of
1: yeah, lost in your head or yeah, just making being, the most of it. Yeah. yeah, lost in my head or you know thinking about other things like work or you know mm-hmm. uh, that that when I'm when I'm sitting there listening that I'm that I'm actually listening you know that that my ears are actually open and, and hearing what what people have to to say to me you know.
0: So how did your friend die?
1: Uh, you know, I I never fully fully got the what came back from it but uh, i think they believe it was a blood clot that oh. that it that had come uh through so it uh uh oh. like i said it was it was still kind of you know they were still looking into things last i had i had talked to his dad about it but um uh, hmm. it's kind of been some time and i haven't haven't really checked you know to see if there was you know conclusive evidence of anything else but uh, they believe that's that's what it was you know
0: yeah just a pretty unexpected thing huh?
1: yeah just uh you know he's you know talking to his dad, you know, the night before and then uh, didn't wake up the next next morning kind of a deal. So like you said, very, very sudden, you know, definitely, uh-huh. definitely wasn't expecting that.
0: You know, when, as far as relationships go, um, have you learned anything about dealing with people that are hard to deal with or, you know, hard to uh, love and having the right attitude toward them and you know not having resentment stuff like that Do you, have you had to work through that or have you been spared from that because everything has gone pretty smoothly and
1: <laughs> you know there uh you know there there is people especially you know for for one just in you know and people that i i deal with in, you know non-work settings as well but especially at work you know mm-hmm. uh you have you know a lot of customers that that you get there and uh, by the time you get there, it's already, you know, they're already in a bad mood. So kind of, kind of working through that. And that's kind of, uh, uh, I guess you'd say a, a daily kind of proving grounds of, of what would Jesus do? You know, And when, when you come to the door and, and someone's already, you know, yelling or mad, it's, it's really, you know, uh, it's good practice, I guess you say, for when, when you're at, uh, when, you know, you're in your, your personal circles. And, uh, I think that's kind of one of the things that, uh, you know, we always talk about making resolutions at, at the beginning of the year, and uh, I think that's one of the things that I really kind of put top of the list this year of just, uh, you know, coming to people wh- where they're at, you know, that, and, and knowing that, uh, you know, I have, have plenty of eccentricities that, you know, that that you know I may be aware of, or may not be, in uh, just knowing that that everybody has that, and uh, trying to to come to them, you know, from that angle, you know, even if I, if I don't necessarily. Understand the angle that they're coming from to try to at least see it through their lens to try to be on the, the same level to where we can at least, you know, have a conversation about it and, you know, even if it isn't something I necessarily, on views that I don't necessarily agree with or, or other things that, that we can at least, you know, come to an understanding of, of, of where they're coming from in their heart and where, you know, I'm coming from in mine.
0: Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. Well, what's um, you know when you think of your your life and just when you feel just very satisfied
1: with what you're doing and so forth, what is that for you? That's a good question. Uh, I think there's kind of a, a, a kind of a breakdown almost to that of of you know types of of satisfaction, I guess you'd say, because uh, like you said, when when I am with with family and friends, that is kind of uh, my place, you know, if, if I had one day to live type of a deal that I knew I had 24 hours left, that's where I would be, you know, with, with family and friends and, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, in their presence and, and being able to have those conversations and times together. Uh, but then <laughs> just in a sense of, uh, you know, I guess you'd say like your your happy place or, or where do you go, you know, when, when you... Uh, when when you're looking to just kind of relax type of a deal, uh, that that probably would be on the water, you know, just because uh, that's kind of you know, when uh, when everything else you know seems maybe chaotic, uh, that's kind of my time to. I I love to catch fish. I love to to be on the water, but also kind of a, a grounding time to know, uh, you know time to think, I guess you'd say. A lot of a lot of times when I fish, I uh, love to go fishing with my dad. He's kind of my main fishing partner, you know, and then uh, all my buddies too. But a lot of times when I do get to fish, uh, it is by myself. So it's good uh, time to think and kind of come back to center, you know, just the, maybe a lot of uh, silence and just uh, kind of like I said, that conversational prayer to know uh, maybe when, when relationships in life or, or things are, you know, do have Pressure on them that that you can kind of come back and see you know what does God have to say about this you know and and when when I'm out there by myself there's there's plenty of time to listen just because uh, you know when when, when I'm praying like that you know there's there's not a lot else going on it's basically just me out there so um, I guess fishing you know in, in that sense would kind of be you know where I would go for for satisfaction just you know knowing you know that's kind of the I guess your go to place you know when, when all else fails, i know I know I can go out and do that, uh, but like I said it, it was kind of a, a one day to live type situation, you know, just uh probably you know if I had twenty four hours left, uh, spend time in the word you know for for the first couple and then um, then spend time with family and friends for the last so but uh yeah yeah
0: um, do you have any um Maxims that you kind of carry with you, like just little sayings that just help guide you through, you know, situations or life or decisions and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, what are things that that I kind of live by? Well, I think one, uh, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, when things get stressful or, or things like that, uh, a lot of my friends or or coworkers know that they'll say, "What, what would Jesus do?" You know, just to kind of kind of mm-hmm. bring me back to uh, maybe when I'm when I'm sliding off of of what, <laughs> what Jesus would do. They'd be like, you know, where 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 are you at? You know, what's what's the big picture here? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think another one of my favorites is. Uh, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, or, or sometimes I'll change it. We'll cross the or uh, burn that bridge when we come to it, you know. So, it, uh, so you know, just kind of uh, trying to take things day by day, you know, that uh, try not to get ahead of myself. I, I like to be a, uh, a planner, you know, I like to think uh, six and seven steps ahead, you know, and, and maybe when I'm doing something this season, I'm already thinking about how we're going to do it better next season, you know, so I think just, just knowing we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, uh, that, uh, you know, taking things day by day, and, and we'll, we'll get there when we get there type of a deal, and I got to kind of kind of remind myself of that, you know, just to, to know, <laughs> not get too far ahead, and like I said earlier, you know, just, just be in the moment of, of where I'm actually at.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, along the same lines, are there any, like, particular Bible verses that have just you know you help you in decisions or anything that are kind of like serve- as maxims or anything like
1: that? yeah uh, uh let's think here uh, uh of course, I love romans one sixteen uh i'm you know in the back of of one of my trucks I actually have that on the on the back uh you know of it and uh so i you know drive around with that and uh to just know that you know that I'm not ashamed of the gospel you know mm-hmm. and um to, to to be emboldened by that, and when I see it there, you know, just to to try to remind myself that daily that uh, that is is the goal, you know, that uh, to be ready in and out of season, uh, that when when someone comes to me and they they are ready to hear the gospel, or or, or even if they're not, I guess uh, that that I'm I'm ready to share that, and then uh, again in, in Philippians there uh, that uh, just knowing you know. Uh, 121 again just you know to live as Christ to die as gain to know that you know that that are, is our purpose um that that no matter what we do if if we're living in Christ that that even if we you know do die and 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 when we die I guess it should say uh that that that's only really counted as a, a gain in our our favor you know mm. and uh just i would say those two uh uh especially you know Romans 116 Philippians 121 have really been kind of Uh, influential to my life, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a a lot of good ones that that I enjoy, uh, but those two especially kind of stick out as as ones that uh, have kind of shaped uh, the way I think or, or do things, I guess you'd say.
0: Yeah, those are two good ones to... I can see how they just really pertain to life as far as just centering one you know, on the gospel, and then the other one about just what life is all about, and that um, it doesn't end like uh, nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. Yeah. I the love of God in Christ. Yeah. Um, so to die is gain, in other words. You know? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: so what, r- routine, what are your routines like? Any particular way you structure your days or your weeks that have been helpful to you?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, that's probably one thing I should probably do do better is is in in structure of that that nature, you know. I -hmm. I tend to, uh, I guess you'd say, fly by the seat of my pants in in that form, you know, to where uh, every day is kind of a a different time awake depending on on where the job is, you know, kind of a, a quick quick breakfast out the door, uh, get done with, with my jobs. And then uh, the one thing I do try to keep uh, consistent, I, I try to be uh, in the word in the afternoon if possible, just because I know uh, in the morning a lot of times it's 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 not only hectic, but I'm also, uh, my brain is typically on my first job, so I'm kind of already, already locked into to game mode usually by the time I get up. Mm-hmm. And so uh, kind of when I get home, I can, you know, my brain's a little more open to where i can I can read and understand better and then um and then like I said just just trying to spend time with family or our friends in the afternoon and uh i do I do actually uh, I live on a lake, so I try to go uh fifteen minutes a day is kind of ideal okay. <laughs> for how much i fish so i uh, even if if all else fails, I do like uh fifteen minutes at the end of the day, even when it 's cold or rainy i 'll try to go out there just to to kind of uh I guess you'd say, perfect the craft or, or what have you. You know, I'll take take different rods or new setups I have and, and kind of go from there, you know, to try to try to do that. So I'll uh, do that and kind of, you know, wind down, like I said, maybe spend some time with uh, family or friends and then uh, typically off to bed and, and another early start, typically anywhere from 4.30 to, you know, 5.30, somewhere in there for, for the next day. But, uh, oh, that is
0: a pretty early start for yeah, so getting that's, up for work, yeah.
1: That's kind of the 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 daily routine, I guess you'd say, but again, that's something I think I could uh could maybe do a little bit better in. I kinda uh on a day to day I kinda just hop to whatever's next. But then it seems like on a on a yearly scale I'm I'm better about planning or, or you know, like I said thinking three and four steps ahead, but kinda when I get in it and, and I'm at the place, the the next things next is always kind of a, you mm-hmm. know, one of these things where I'm just going from one thing to another. so, uh, But, yeah, kind of a, a loose structure there, but kind of a, right. a general list of, uh, of things that, you know, do from the time I wake up to when I go to bed type of a deal. Right. So
0: your 15 minutes of fishing, do you get in the boat or is it just on the bank?
1: You know, it depends. It uh, Typically, I try to take the boat out. But uh, depending on maybe how tired I am from work or how, how bad the conditions are, I'll uh, I'll just fish from the dock there. But uh, it seems like some of my best fish end up being in that 15 minutes, just because uh, I guess the consistency of it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I I kind of it seems like you find that more that um, maybe you're, you know what you're doing is slightly less important is just the having a bait. In the water, you know, so it mm-hmm. seems like uh, a lot of a lot of my best fish come at that that fifteen minutes just because it is every day you know kind of at right. that, uh, and I kind of usually pick you know right before sunset at that that peak time there to, right. to do that so
0: well yeah like i i haven't done a whole lot of fishing, but we've um, like walked along the Joachim Drachim River fishing, and it does seem like when you 're walking up the stream um it's kind of like that first cast is where you get you know and i guess it makes sense because you're kind of walking up on the fish and it kind of almost stalking like you see a little hole up there and it's like after one or two cast you know you probably ain't going to catch a fish like you are if you're just barely just coming up there and maybe it's just the surprise or something but but you're right like you're picking like the the nicest
1: time of the day yeah i kind of picked that, that sweet spot to you know if, if all else fails you know at least at least have that but
0: yeah right. well it's neat that you have something that you enjoy like that yeah
1: yeah um
0: well um you know you you were talking about planning out the year um like what does that look like are you talking about like goals like or stuff yeah,
1: just uh a lot of things uh I typically you know i kind of it, it's just habit to where i'll think in my head you know and in in each aspect of my life in each relationship in my life to kind of think, where is this going, you know like wh- where are we going from here, you know, like uh, I guess you know, with you know my career or things like that, you know like what do I want? to what do I wanna do here or, you know, here or there? And then just uh just trying to plan out what each month is gonna look like, you know, whether I am gonna be fishing on the weekends or, you know, uh whether we're gonna be spending time with family or friends or or what does that look like, you know, and I think uh I tend to get uh I tend to get busy. Uh I had I'd thought about in the the past few years Uh, maybe even thinking about transitioning to guiding or something like that on the water Mm -hmm. and so uh kind of kind of pushing to see you know what are my limits of of what you know what i can do trying to to be on the water and you know what i am good at catching fish and you know maybe times that i struggle with and trying to trying to improve the craft there and so uh trying to carve out you know i tend to tend to end up being gone a lot on the water so just uh, trying to carve out you know when am i going to spend time with with this friend or that friend or or when am i going to spend time with with family and then uh like i said just kind of looking at you know have i in the last from where i was last year in any situation has that progressed you know like uh, even you know my parents my family my sister uh, all those things you know are we are we closer than we were last year, you know, do, do I have a, a better under, understanding, do I um, speak in a more loving manner, uh, even with my friends, you know, do I, do I know more about them and are able to, to be there for them more this year than I was last year, and then I said when I'm on the water, you know, did I, uh, maybe did I catch bigger fish or more fish than, than I was in the same spot last year, and just always trying to see, you know, did I make, Improvement, You know, and I'm, I'm not a great uh, note taker on paper. I know my mom's really good at that, uh, but I'm, I'm typically not a great at writing things down. Uh, but I will say it's, uh, I guess you'd say I'm a good mental note taker. I always try to kind of think of, you know, where was I at this point last year, you know, and, and try to think kind of a, a screenshot of, of what this, you know, whole thing looked like, you know, and what what can we improve about it the next year, you know, always trying to strive for a little bit a little bit better type of deal.
0: Yeah, so you're not really writing this down. It's just
1: no, Lord, it's it it's just kind of a a mental log which uh, I'd probably be be better off writing it down. I know my mom always encourages me, you should you should write that down and and I really should because a lot of things, you know, probably that uh probably do get slip by but i wouldn't know what they are because i didn't write them down type of deal so i uh you know it's it's kind of hard to say but but yeah so just kind of a, a mental note of of am i progressing you know in in each aspect of my life not only on a on a daily basis but kind of at a yearly basis and uh just looking back at those you know uh improvements or i guess you might say resolutions to see uh did Did I do anything about them, or did I just or did they last till the end of january and then mm-hmm. that's that's all it was type of a deal, so
0: yeah, that's kind of interesting the way you think about relationships and in just a real intentional way like um where where is it going is it has it improved, and do I have more understanding and about the other person and so forth um like i- I just wonder like um if you're connected to, a, like, a whole—if you have to kind of limit how many people you can be close to because—to um, really be intentional with, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and I will say there is, you know—I uh, guess there's there's people that I am closer to that I maybe think about that more with, you know. yeah, uh, You know, there's a lot of people kind of in my, I guess, uh, realm that that influence me, you know that uh maybe maybe aren't as close like that uh but even them I, I i try my best to to at least you know make one improvement a year type deal you know that that even if it's an acquaintance uh maybe that i find out your birthday you know and just and just remember your birthday and say happy birthday or something like that or mm-hmm. or uh i know with a lot of my my christian friends i had talked to uh a pastor uh a couple many years ago actually now he he he'd told me about this, and uh he he had talked about your spiritual birthday you know when 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 you were born again and mm-hmm. uh i think i i I asked a buddy about that the other day, and i said i need to need to be better about that this year, just you know encouraging people to say you know happy spiritual birthday, you because know? I know it's it's kind of uh when he told me that I had told him when it was, and he had told me i think it was close, you know. It was about a year later. He he came and said, you know, happy spiritual birthday. And I thought, you know, that was pretty impactful to think, you know, not only that he remembered, but then for me to think, you know, where was I at when I was saved? To kind of reset and think, why, why I, you know, why I would have even been in that that point, you know, why why would I ask Jesus into my heart, and uh, why would why would God? come after me as an individual, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was a, a good time of reflection. So even in those, those you know, aspects where things are maybe a little bit, you know, I maybe don't know people as well, I try to at least do my best to, sometimes it's as small as just remembering your actual name, you know, or, or your spouse's right. name or or things like that, you know, that uh, try to, if I can, you know, build those things each year if possible.
0: Right. So it seems like you really value relationships, and um, that kind of makes sense to me. I don't think I had that understanding when I was your age, when I was younger, but, um, like, why is that uh, for you? Why do you value relationships like you do?
1: You know, that's a good question. Uh, I think partly because uh, people have done that in my life, you know, kind of starting at the top, uh, knowing that, like I said when I was reading through John, knowing that, you know, if I was the only one on this earth, that God still would have sent a son for me. Knowing that, that he he values my life, you know, is, is so impactful to me. And just, you know, knowing that, that he cares for me like that. And then you know, as I try to to imitate Christ on a daily basis to know that if that was important to him, that it should be important to me. And then, um, you know, kind of going down from there, um, I think, you know, my parents and my sister, that there was a, looking back, there was probably a lot of opportunities for, you know, my mom or dad or sister or any of them to to put other things, you know, whether it be uh, advancements in their career or, you know, you know, like, you know, anything, you know, hobby trips, things like that, uh, in front of time with me that they didn't capitalize on. And, and like you said, as a, as I get older each year, you can kind of see those things that, uh, maybe they, they didn't do because they did value that, that time with me. And then, uh, you know, with, with my friends again, just kind of knowing that, uh, you know, the, the, the friends that, that do keep, keep up you know super well like that to know how they how they value that and knowing that a lot of times it was them initiating it with me you know that I was kind of the the guy that was sitting back and and just waiting for someone to come to me a lot of times so uh, I try to uh, grow in that as much as possible to be the guy who will say you know, how are you doing? You know, happy birthday. What, what, whatever you know it may be. Merry Christmas. Uh, you know, just something to try to try to keep those uh, connections still there. Because I I know a lot of times too, it is easy as we get older. I uh, was mentioned earlier. I've you know friends in Wisconsin or our different states. Or you know, as we get older, we kind of shift and things change. And uh, just to try to still. Keep those connections, even if they're not maybe the same as they were. Like you said, uh, you know, a, you know, weekly or daily or monthly, conversational type deal. To at least still know that you know I care about them, and that you know when they're back in town or when when times do work out that that uh, that I still you know care and, and want to be there in their life. So uh, right. I think that's you know kind of the the structure of how it you know breaks down to to people pouring into my life like that. And so um, just trying to, trying to pour into to other people's life like that, too. And um, like I said just seeing how people, how they still poured into my life even when it was no gain for them, you know, that maybe, you know, um, you know people who, who, you know, pastors or things like that, that, that you know... Really, it wasn't any gain for them. Maybe they were volunteering their their time at a camp or or doing things like that. That uh, and you think, why why would they come talk to a bunch of teenagers? You know, for and and maybe take you know our people, maybe not even pastors, but uh, people who take a week off of work just to 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 come and spend their time like that. Like, why why would they do that? That's not going to get them any sort of uh, you know status, you know, check mark or anything like that. But just seeing how, how everyone in my life has has poured in like that to to know that um, if they valued my relationship that that I need to value view, you know, others like that as well.
0: Yeah. What's um, the future look like for you? Like what are you thinking the next ten years or so? Have any thoughts about what you want your life to look like?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I'm kinda at a, a place in my life where it's uh it's almost kind of uh you know to where I'm I'm at a place to where if nothing changed in 10 years just just speaking as of you know where I live you know wh- where I'm at and you know careers and and things you know of monetary value that if nothing changed that I would be completely content you know that mm. to know that uh kind of everything where it's set up and, and how it is, you know, that uh, if I died today or if, you know, I died in 10 years and everything, nothing had changed, that I am content with that. But uh, also that uh, I think to just be ready for any change that, that would come down the line to know that, you know, if things do change to to see, you know, how would I react to that or how you know, how would I act upon that if opportunities come? And uh, I think that's kind of, where i'm trying to get my head at is that uh i i am pretty content with where i'm at now so just trying to also be ready for if uh, opportunities or things come my way to be to be ready to to act on that as well uh but you know in sense of um, like where do i want to see myself you know on a a whole grand picture scale uh again i i kind of one of my resolutions this year Um, especially for this year and and 10 years down the road is to just be uh, a more loving person in general to where um, when people, you know, that you hear about, they say, you know, you'll know Christians by their love type of a deal that uh, um, I'd like people to to, when they think about me to think of a loving person because I think uh, especially in our culture, it's easy to see, you know, uh, that maybe, you know, the the optimal, you know, young male, that's, that's probably not the first thing that comes to your mind. You might, you know, you might think bigger, faster, stronger, you know, whatever. And, uh, I, I find myself, you know, wanting to, when I see these things on, you know, ads or TV that that's, that's where my brain goes to where I want to be, you know, bigger, faster, stronger, you know, whatever these things are to, to strive for that. But I think, uh, just, trying to strive to be a more loving person and then when my friends or my family or people see me uh you know a year from now to try to think what what will they think of me as you know do they do they think of me as just a, a fisherman you know do they think of me as just a friend a coworker? uh if they had to come up with with one word to describe me what would it be you know and uh I, i'd like to strive for you know in the next year in the next 10 years uh, for that to be loving, you know, that that people would think about uh, me and think that. And then trying to think of, you know, this is a, a point where I am trying to break out, you know, paper, if at all possible, you know, to think, uh, what are applications for me to do that? Like, uh, you know, kind of going through the day and interactions I had, and if I had a kind of rate this from a one to ten you know it was this loving or was this not you know what was this interaction um you know on that scale to be a more loving person so uh, i think that's kind of the big point where i'm thinking i need to you know uh really be more intentional about that. You know, maybe, maybe who knows, some people in my life might already say that. I don't know. Maybe they would think, boy, he's the the last person I would think of that. I don't know. But uh, to just try to be uh, more intentional about that on a a daily basis. And that, uh, like I said, when those, you know, when opportunities do come my way, uh, not only will I be ready for them, but that I wouldn't... uh, change my, my goals is, you know, to, to, you know, be a better, you know, son or brother or, or friend, that those things wouldn't be compromised by, by other opportunities that I would go after in the future. So. So
0: when it comes to, you know, growing and becoming a more loving person, it sounds kind of like, um, your method for doing that is kind of like, you know, monitoring yourself, like thinking, how was I in that situation? So it's almost like just keeping it in your head and putting forth effort. Is that what you would say, um, is, um, you know, the, the way, um, to grow, to become a, a more loving person, or is there anything else that, um, you know, that, um, do you have any thoughts about that? Like,
1: uh. Yeah, um. Uh... That's a good question. I think uh, the, one of the things I've been doing is trying to see uh, what people I would think of as loving individuals, mm-hmm. uh, and see how they did it. You know, so so kind of starting at scripture and seeing you know the people that you know starting with Jesus and then a lot of other you know characters in the Bible that were, were loving people. That I guess when I view them through those eyes and say that's a loving individual like what would make me say that you know like why why would i see that of them and then what are those characteristics to think you know how what made me say that about them and then again in my life just just seeing people that i would say well that's a loving individual well then kind of taking a step back and trying to break down um you know what what does that actually look like so you know things like you know uh, just sitting there and listening a lot of times, you know it seems like they're they 're typically good listeners and that they're they 're slow to speak I think that's that 's one thing that I can definitely work on you know that, that people will'll uh, they'll, they 'll tell me something, and then a lot of times i'll i 'll try to give them a quick you know, remedy to it, or, you know, like, uh, you know, like they'll send me something and I'll say, well, you know, here's a, here's something I've heard about it, or a podcast, or a passage in the Bible, and just kind of a a quick answer, but I think a lot of the people that I think of as loving individuals, uh, they're oftentimes, you know, slow to speak, and I I think that's something I can definitely work on, is that uh, thinking about, you know, not only what I'm saying, you know, back to them, but also taking a moment to think about what they actually said to me, you know, and what that what that's actually doing in their life, you know, and maybe not taking things always at, at face value of, uh, you know, just whatever their problem was, you know, just you know, whatever the the immediate need is, and maybe seeing, you know what that is, you know, stemming from. What's what's possibly the, the greater problem in their life. But many times I don't I don't stop and, and think of things like that or, or take the time to, I guess you'd say. So I think uh being a better listener is 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 a main one. And then uh not only being slow to speak, but oftentimes uh the people I can think of in my life that I think of as loving are uh they don't speak at all in certain situations, which I think is, is extremely hard for me to do that uh that many a times when they when they see that saying something uh will not be a productive or b glorifying to God or, you know, just in a situation where we're saying something at all is not going to to come of any merit besides you know, you feeling justified in your feelings, that uh, oftentimes they, they don't speak at all in those situations. And then sometimes, too, I've noticed that they don't speak in the moment, but then they do find a moment to address that later, you know. And oftentimes that, that patience all kind of comes into that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just being more more patient people in general. So I think all those things are kind of, so far the the observations that i'm gathering of of what a loving person looks like and i'm trying to you know day by day kind of piece those things together to to try to uh do more of those things in my life as as many as possible
0: yeah um well before wrapping up is there anything else that um just been on your mind lately that we should you know bring up to talk about yeah
1: uh i don't know let me think here so yeah uh, I think one thing that, again, that's kind of been on my heart is just uh, being more intentional about about spreading the gospel. Um, again, that's kind of something that uh, uh, I tend to, you know, maybe take a, a passive stance at a lot of times to where uh, I talked about earlier trying to be, you know, that people might know I'm a Christian by my fruits, but then uh, maybe not ever... Actually, giving them, you know, why why I do those things, you know, maybe maybe giving them the the outcome of of you know what happens when I'm a Christian, but maybe not ever telling them the reason why, you know. And so I think that's something that uh, I've been kind of thinking about. And uh, I was actually listening to uh, uh, something by a guy the other day on a podcast, and uh, he's actually a a fisherman as well, and uh, kind of talking about. Um, there's really two, only two things we can control when we fish, and that's uh, consistency and effort. You know, he said, you know, when you're, when you're for effort, you know, you can really only control the the speed and the depth at which your your lure sets at, and that with consistency, you can only control you being out there. But he said, you know, after that, we're we're relying on on God basically to to bring the fish. You know, that that I can't make the fish. Bite. I can't make him jump on my hook. You know, that's not that's not something I have control over, and just knowing that uh, that uh, you know consistency that I apply that consistency and effort to evangelism as well to where uh, I'm there consistently. You know, and I and I'm I'm preaching the word to him consistently, and that I actually put in effort on my end. You know, that that I am in the scripture and I'm ready for the questions that that they have and uh to be uh ready to answer those in, in the most biblical way possible, you know? And uh I think that's something that I've been trying to really think about lately is uh am I putting uh, the consistency and the effort into into evangelism of those those around me. And uh again, I think that's something I can definitely Definitely grow on, and, and I'm going to try to try to do better on, and you know, as I go forth and and try to see what are the uh, try to not only see what I can do about it, but also uh, have my eyes opened enough to see when those opportunities are there to to take them. You know that that if you know where where uh, people are are ready to hear that that I'm I'm ready to tell them. You know, and be re- ready in that season. So, but yeah, other than that, that's kind of the the things that have been you know on my heart lately that have been been stirring around so just been trying to trying to work on those things whenever possible and uh just enjoying time with with family and friends in in the midst of all that so yeah
0: um is there any particular way you go about um you know giving the gospel to someone um or yeah i guess like
1: uh. yeah uh, you know i think it, it kind of is situational, you know. I mean, it depends on, on where I'm at uh, and kind of, of reading that situation, which, again, I think I can always improve on of, of actually reading the situation of where I'm at, you know. But uh, I think many a times it's people that have been in my life for a long time. So just finding ways to be more of a of a gospel-minded person to where that's flowing out of me, to where my speech and the things that I'm, uh, not only the things I'm doing, but really my speech of what I'm talking about is, is talking about what Jesus has done in my life and what he can do in your life. Because many times, you know, I'm, you know, apt to if I'm doing things with, with friends or things like that, we'll talk about fishing or, you know, trucks or what what have you, you know, just just kind of mundane things. And and that's fine. And I think that's a lot of times where, you know, we kind of segue into, you know, gospel conversations out of that. But uh I think just being intentional about, you know, telling them what Jesus has done. And I think a big thing is is telling them what he's done in my life and being, being personal about it and thinking, uh, you know, cause I, I think a lot of times is I was trying to, to share the gospel, especially as a younger Christian. Um, it was probably, um, uh, I, I guess it, it, it put other people in a position that if I wasn't careful to think that like I'm a Christian and, and you can kind of join our club almost, you know, in the way I was presenting it. And uh, I think just being more intentional about telling them, you know, I I am a sinner. I was lost in darkness and had no way to heaven, you know. And that uh, letting them know that Jesus came, like we had talked about earlier, and died for for everyone, you know, and it, 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 that's your, uh, that he's given that gift to you and that uh, he he Calls you to accept it, you know, and that um, just kind of getting to that that point in the conversation and uh, letting them know that that not only do they need Jesus and that that He has come for them, uh, but that's that, that's where I was, you know, that I'm not any different. Uh, I'm a, a sinner, and you know, when when we come to you know a book of you know who's who's sinners and who's not, I'm I'm in the same book you are. Our names are right next to each other, you know. And uh, so I think I think that's been important to me as I'm trying to you know figure out ways that that I can spread the gospel of just having the opportunities to uh, you know kind of the long and the short game I guess you'd say to where uh, when you know time may be you know short that I can can plant the seed and maybe maybe all I have time for is just them seeing maybe fruit of Christianity in my life to just be uh, ready for that. Uh, but then when, when I have more time, maybe, uh, getting to the point where telling them that, that I'm a Christian and basically giving the gospel as it pertained to me, you know, that, that saying, you know, that I was a sinner, um, lost in darkness, you know, I was saved by grace alone through faith alone, you know, uh, and that, that he came for me and, um, that, that, when I asked him into his, my heart that that was a, a radical change, you know, and that that, that not only um, did he come for me, but he pursued after me, you know, and uh, so just kind of putting that on myself and then and people that maybe I have um, time with or, you know, especially... Uh, a lot of times when i go on these fishing trips uh, and and oftentimes it is with christian friends but sometimes non christian friends sometimes it's a long drive you know so i'm like we have we might have 5 hours in a vehicle you know that that there is you know basically a blank canvas you know and uh, i think that's kind of this, uh times or places like that where You know, and also at that point If we're going fishing together We're probably on a general understanding You know, or or things of that nature Maybe we're not fishing Maybe it's another, you know, trip of that nature But uh, just when I have time to sit down with somebody And making sure that I don't waste that either That in those situations That I give the entirety of the gospel You know, and I don't just cut it off at You know, that uh, maybe this is the fruit of the spirit in my life this week, you know, that that maybe I was able to, you know, have patience this week and, you know, just be like, God really help me with that. But to go farther than that and to to have the time to to give the entirety of the gospel in those situations. So I think just uh understanding the situation of where I'm at and giving basically every portion of the gospel that that God allows me to give, you know. So I I think that's that's been important, and that like I said, when I'm given those opportunities of people where they, uh, you know, whether whether God is is has softened their heart to where they're ready to accept Him or not, uh, that I am ready to give the entirety of of the gospel to them, you know. So I think that's kind of the biggest things that i've been thinking about lately with with sharing the gospel is uh not only having that you know canon of what jesus basically did start to finish ready for people when they do ask but uh also being ready to uh to use it as well so
0: well, thanks, Jacob. I really appreciate you being a guest on the podcast. Yeah,
1: thank you for having me on. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. Like I said, "Joy, uh, enjoy spending time with you guys' family, so I was uh, really appreciative of the opportunity to uh, to sit down and be able to talk with you here for an afternoon. So, Thanks.